Two peas, Two and, peas a and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Two peas, Two and, peas a bong. and a bong. Two peas and a bong. y'all two peas in a bong in the building again it's your boy dp it's your boy kp and black jesus also known as bong was happening <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh man all right so um the uh regular season portion of the bubble has wrapped up and we now have our playoff matches and i know we talked a little bit about some things off air and which teams we thought were hot, so to speak, and which ones would be tough matchups and all that stuff. So um, it seems like the consensus was the Lakers versus the Portland Trailblazers might be one of the most intriguing matchups. Yeah. Okay. So how are we, how are we feeling about how this one's looking? Um, I think that it's going to, for Portland, I think that it's going to come down to the play of Dame Lillard and for the Lakers, I think that it's going to come down to the play of Anthony Davis. And I think that it's going to be interesting to see how um, both of those two come through in this seven-game series. I do believe that with Portland, if Portland loses this series, um, at some point you're going to have to look at the backcourt of Dame Lillard and C.J. McCollum, and you're going to have to ask yourself, how long is Portland going to keep those two together? I know that they're in the West, but at some point you have to ask yourself, are you trying to be a championship contender or are you just trying to be in the mix? So give me the reason why you break the two up. Um, Because you, you haven't got over the hump yet. That's why. Okay. And you can get something for CJ McCollum. You can get something really, you, you might be able to get something really good for CJ McCollum, but you just, you haven't got over the hump. And what's a, what's a better pairing with, with Dame Lillard then? Um, I don't know if you take a step back to go two to three steps forward in the future, or if you're trying to win right now okay you're not so you're not answering so no, every no, no, time no. you I, ask I, a question or make a statement i'm gonna ask so then who is taking what's the option for taking a step back and then what's the option for winning right now the the option of taking the step back is to um trade see who the best available player is out there at the wing in your opinion if you're taking a step back what player or what caliber of player what kind of player are you picking up if you're taking a step back to take three steps forward, um, I would explore looking at Drew Holiday and seeing if I can get Drew Holiday to come to Portland on a discount. And then I Portland has some some young, talented guards that they have to figure out what they're going to do with uh, in, in, in an Anthony Simmons and a Gary Trent Jr., so right now, Anthony Simmons isn't playing, but you draft. He's he's more of a point guard than than Trent. Trent is more of a shooter, could play possibly some a little bit of three. I think he's big enough, but 
Um, I think if you're looking for somebody to take some pressure off of Lillard, wouldn't they have to be like a facilitator, ball handler? I get Drew Holiday, but then him and Lillard, they kind of do the same thing. Um, Holiday is maybe a little bit better of a facilitator. But is that really an ideal matchup? Well, because you, if you're picking him up, you're going to have to move some pieces. And then you're pretty much locked into getting Drew Holiday. You're not just going to get him and then that's that's it. Like, you're going to have to move some other pieces around. Well, I'd have to look at his con- – I don't, I don't know what the contracts are. So, I, I mean, I'm I'm saying trades, but all these contracts have to match up and line up. So, I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, let's just say that the contracts match up. You – at this point, you're losing in the first round. You haven't got to the Western Conference Finals. So what do you have to lose by trading a McCullum and bringing in a bigger guard that can defend bigger guards and can take some of the scoring? Drew Holiday's a defender? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. He up Dame Lillard a couple years ago. But I think Dame needs a superstar. Right. Bringing in Drew Holiday is basically uh, what 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 do they call that shit? Um, you know, having half a dozen in one half in one hand, and you know, six or twelve in the other hand, or whatever they whatever the however the saying goes. Like it's, I mean, you take out you take out C.J. McCollum and you bring in Drew Holiday, and you still have a subpar team. It's not subpar, but you don't have a championship team. That's not going to win a championship. Drew Holiday and Dame Lillard. Right. It needs to be a Dame Lillard and a Kyrie. Dame Lillard and a Kate. Mm, not a Kyrie. Not a Kyrie. Uban, I agree with you. I agree with you, but here's where. I'm saying that type of, that caliber of player. I'm not saying Kyrie specific. Right. I agree with you and what you just said, but I think, and Kevin, this is why I disagree with you. I don't think McCullum is the problem. I think that I think there needs to be another guy, but it needs to be like either a four or a or a small forward. It has to be at that position. Like if you were if you brought somebody like Durant in that mix, there it's ridiculous. I don't I don't know if you would be able to say that they're not a contender at that point. But I don't think I don't think McCullum taking him out to bring in another, you know, solid guard. Or or another guard with you know I mean and, and the thing is this like you got to think too the Blazers uh, were down Ariza and they use a you know, Ariza is a defender so you know that hurt them too you can bring in cats who defend that aren't taking a bunch of money out of the pot but I mean if you could keep McCullum and Lillard on that squad and add a superstar then I think that's a better solution than trying to take McCullum out. And replacing him with somebody else, and then what? And replacing him with another guard, and then what? Like, I don't think the guard issue is the problem. Right. Maybe they're uh, what is the problem is their defense. That's for sure. You're trying to solve the defense though by moving McCullum. I don't think that's the, I don't think that's what you do. You solve it with getting those you know those gritty dudes who you who you'll throw in to be that defender guy, like a you know like a the road that a Bruce Bowen played and. You know, shit like that. Like, that's the kind of person you need that you could throw out there to defend some guys. And you still let them do their thing offensively. Hey, if they could if they could make uh, Nurkic and um, uh, Whiteside the, uh, the same player, they'd be <laughs> Combine the two niggas? Yeah, combine them. Combine them. Hey, hey, hey Uba, you, hey, were shitting, you were shitting on Whiteside, but Whiteside had, what did he have, oh, 16 man. and 9 in 15 minutes, nigga? Come on, man. Hassan Nurkic. 
<laughs> but listen, man, uh, I mean, 90% of the league doesn't play defense. Let's really look at it. It's a scoring game. It's being pushed to be a scoring yeah, I, game. I want to say 90, man. No, no, no. If the bubble has exposed anything, it's that a lot of teams don't play defense. This shit looks like 80s basketball for real. That's what they want. The high scoring, fast paced shit. The show. They want it that way. Think about this. Think about this. Portland in that in the game that they needed to get into the bubble, right? Against the Nets? Against the Nets. This nigga Dame scored 42. McCullum had almost 30. Nurkic had almost 30. And they still came down to the, like, w- w- if you had that type of game from Lillard, McCullum, and Nurkic, Bro, that should be a blowout. It should, but they don't play defense. Yeah. That's the thing. Look, the thing is this. They will have to outscore whoever they play. So since they're playing the Lakers, their best defense is essentially their offense. So they have to push the damn game and play hard. Hey, but here's the funny thing. Here's the funny thing. The Lakers are one of the better defensive teams. They put a, a lot. Of, a lot of people now are putting a lot of a lot, way too much stock into the loss of Avery Bradley. They're making it seem like, oh my gosh, the Lakers don't have Avery Bradley. That took them from championship contender to first round exit. I'm like, slow down, Bucko. Slow down, man. That's, <laughs> you're giving the nigga too much credit. He was a a a piece. But this nigga was not like the catalyst or like the 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 you know the anchor of the defense. That's Anthony Davis. So relax. But the I think what on the guard the on the guard tip he was though. And the thing is, that's where the strength is for Portland. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's probably why it's highlighted. But here's the thing though. If Brooklyn gave us anything. It was that they, in that third and fourth, especially in the fourth quarter, basically said, it's going to have to be another motherfucker. It ain't going to be Dame. No single, don't, don't. So if you're the Lakers, bruh, we coming out in game one, double, right off the rip, bruh. CJ McCollum, you had a hell of a game. One game. You've been, But he followed it up. He followed it up. Yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. Yeah. But what I'm what I'm saying is this: I trust a LeBron in spots against CJ McCollum and a double on Dame, and everybody else I can live with whatever I get. Carmelo, if you want to take us back to Denver or take us back to the Knicks, show me. Hey, what have I said to y'all off air though about Carmelo? I said he's gonna be the one that has to be an X factor for them. He has to be. I guess the bigger issue for me is the fact that how the fuck did Melo have to sit out a year? That's bullshit, is what it was. The Melo shit was always bullshit. Uh, the Lakers should have picked him up. Can you? I mean, as opposed to being forced to take uh, J.R. Smith, who looks shitty. Believe right. He looks like he smokes black and miles and drinks uh, whiskey or. <laughs> imagine, but imagine plugging Melo in where your boy Kuzma is. Right. Kuzma doesn't develop. Oh, okay, hey, man. <laughs> they were they were considering training him anyway. Right. And so uh, have y'all. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Um, that is the biggest. Slap in the face for Melo. Us a couple guys, man. Uh, you know, when the NBA tries to blackball you, man, it's a cold game. Melo had to beg for a job. Yeah. He was begging for a job, and people thought that he was coming back as like a he wants to get his little farewell. He wants to do his little retirement, you know, his nah. last like D Wade did. Like this motherfucker's playing ball. He can play, man. Listen, Carmelo Anthony is probably one of the most uh efficient scores who has done it so easily you know in in the history of the league i would think you can go back to his college days and see how easy he scored the basketball like he he can score his defense has 
been in question. But again, like I say, 90% of the league's defense is in question. So fuck that shit. You can't tell me that that's a knock on him if you're not saying it's a knock on all of the other motherfuckers that don't play defense. Get out of here. He still, yeah. at this stage of his career, is a better scorer than the majority of the league. But it says it says a lot about Houston, too. You know, Houston let Carmelo go. Houston let CP3 go. Um, and these dudes are both ball. I think they let somebody and, else go, and, too. And they um, shitted on Joe Johnson. Right. Who? So you're going to tell me that Joe Johnson can't play in the league right now? Joe Johnson. Yeah, yeah he, he went. That's he crazy. Went, he shitted on the big three, but you know it's it's a cold game, man, and it's like it's like it's like real life. You know, it's about who you know and the relationships you have, because a lot of times you're not in that upper echelon. You know who you know and the relationships you make may may get you a job, but it's a lot of talented people out here. I think Allen Iverson when he left the league still has something left in the tank, but motherfuckers just didn't want to believe in it, you know. So hey, another guard, so did Stefan Marbury. Did y'all see his documentary by the I way did. on Netflix? I did. Yeah, he had yeah, he had a lot left in the tank. Didn't man. realize he got game was based on him. Didn't realize that. I, I kinda I, I heard that before. Yeah. And it really um, was. Yeah. <laughs> and Ray Allen said it. Wow. Right, right. Um so man, um I'm going to run down the matchups for the uh, playoffs right now. All right. So uh, Western Conference, it's uh, the Lakers versus Portland. Number one versus number eight prediction. Uh, Gentlemen sweep Lakers in five. I'm going to go six. L.A. in six. Hey, but I'll I'll say this. A little little added pressure because the Lakers. Y'all motherfuckers better be as real as y'all think y'all are. Because they um, released a statement today saying that they were going to wear the Black Mamba jerseys um honoring kobe bryant in the second round of the playoffs <laughs> that nigga lula's about to go off hey 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 I, I like the confidence man um i'm gonna go even though i've been talking a lot about the blazers making noise i think they will i think they're a tough matchup um i'm gonna say four two the lakers because y'all do know that i've said i i still have said i got the lakers as the favorite I think they will end up winning, but they better they better be ready. They better be ready. Listen, at this point, I'm sorry. Dame is out of gas. He's got to oh, be out I, of gas, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 they did a lot to get there. I do agree with that. They did a lot to get there. This nigga redlined the entire bubble. The entire bubble he was redlining. I don't give a fuck, man. You can't, like, listen, this is not the Wilt Chamberlain era. You're not just going to breeze through an average 40 or 50. Even um, James Harden, he does that shit during the season, and he effectively breaks down in the playoffs every year because of it. Like, it's just you're putting too much on one man's shoulders. I just think he's going to – I think he's he could be out of gas now. I think this motherfucker sputtered. Listen, they were they were they were in some close games against teams that if you got Dame and whoever else they got, you you should not be it, it, them shits look I'll put it to you like this. Them last couple of games look orchestrated to me. Okay. It was some creative officiating. One. And even in the uh even in the shit, even in the, the Portland um uh Nets uh uh game, the last play of the game where Carol Levert Karis Levert Karis Levert. Sorry. <laughs> Gerald, <laughs> nigga, miss, nigga, mix cares with Gerald, <laughs> Gerald Levert. Rest in peace, Gerald Levert. But this nigga oh, miss, right. mix cares with Gerald, <laughs> Carol. <laughs> 
Rest in peace to my boy Gerald Levert, man. Oh man. So so we got four versus five is uh the Houston Rockets versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm interested to see how long Russell Westbrook is gonna be out of this series. Um, I do see Houston as the favorite, and you know, just depending on when he gets back, I'm gonna go six games. Houston four two over Oklahoma. Um, could be interesting. You know, it's bad blood. And the funny thing is, Russell Westbrook is out. So it's CP3 versus uh James Harden. You know, they ain't got they ain't no love lost between those two motherfuckers, man. So um, I think without Russell Westbrook, I think Houston is um a little bit more vulnerable. Cause I think uh OKC has some has some length. Yeah. Uh they have some defenders. They have a they're like uh I would consider them like Toronto of the West. Like, you know, they don't really have too much uh star power. Exactly, too much star power. Their quote unquote star is an aging Chris Paul, uh, who was, you know, essentially turned back the hands of time at forty plus million a year. But um nevertheless. <laughs> um I like I like uh Shea Gildress Alexander. But but that's what I'm saying. They have they have a ton of pieces that the average the average novice or the average fair weather NBA fan probably wouldn't know or couldn't point out if they were watching an NBA game, right? Right. I mean, but we we know, and it's the, you you're giving me your real prediction. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I think if depending on how long Russell Westbrook, if, if Russell Westbrook is out for three games, at, if he's out for more than two games. Um, Houston's not winning. They're out. All the bullshit. And uh, because, again, it's going to come down to, with no Russell Westbrook, it's going to come down to the same thing I just said about Dame. You're putting way too much on Harden. You're putting way too much on Harden. And these and and OKC has the youth. They can throw three, four motherfuckers, young motherfuckers at him. They ain't throwing a, uh, LeBron James or, you know, Chris Paul ain't guarding his ass. You know, they're going to throw some young, lengthy, six, seven, six, eight motherfuckers in his face all day. So if you if you don't have Westbrook to kind of take that pressure off where, you know, they can load up on Harden and, you know, in, in the playoffs, the refs, for some reason, stop calling those phantom fouls that he gets during the regular season. Uh, so I, I think Houston is um, they're the they're, they should be on upset alert. Everybody saying the Lakers should be. But I think Houston uh, is on upset alert. Yeah, I'm going to go, um, man, I think it goes six and it can go either way. Only reason why I'm going to go OKC is just because of the issue with Russell Westbrook, just not knowing how long he'll be out. So I, I don't know. I'm going I'm to agree with Ubang on the upset. I, uh, you know, 4-2 four, four OKC. Um, it can go either way, but I'm going to say 4-2 uh, OKC. If Houston does not make it to at least the Western Conference Finals, this mm-hmm. year uh d'antoni's got to be out of there yeah i mean this is his this is his last year though right yeah. of the of the contract they need they need to go in another direction anyway remember they and they they hamstrung him right off the rip they basically stripped his coaching staff took his brother off the staff on you know that's that's the homie deal anyway your brother probably <laughs> can't coach with the shit but they basically told him like you coaching the team but we gonna we gonna construct your staff for you mm. you know so they you know they put him in a, they put him in a small little twist but um i'll put it to you like this if they don't make it if they don't make a deep run meaning if they don't get to the western conference finals and dan tony sticks around next year but gentry is out I was just getting ready to say that after they after they basically would only play zion 45 seconds right. a game <laughs> like Fuck out of here. Right. If, <laughs> if Gentry gets the axe and then Tony gets to stay, that's bullshit. 
right. Number three, number three versus uh number six, the uh Denver Nuggets versus uh Utah Jazz. It's the same team. U- Ubong has said before that the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz are the same team. <laughs> Somebody's gotta win. <laughs> um so I I'm gonna go with the Denver Nuggets in damn. Now nah, you know what? I'm gonna go with the Denver Nuggets in a sweep. They sweep the Jazz. Mike Conley just left the bubble because he had a son. He's having a son. So they're down Mike Conley. He wasn't doing shit. Hey, man. <laughs> he, had a, he had a couple good games, but yeah, nah, I, nah. So he was a he's throw- getting paid. He's getting paid too. He was a, he was a contract throw in for a, uh for a trade. He was like so I I'm gonna go with uh Den- I'm gonna go with Denver in the sweep, man. They're young players, Michael Porter Jr. He's been balling, man. Um and uh yeah, I I think Denver sweeps them. Um now nah, this is I think this is a closer series. This shit may go seven. Like there's no real clear cut favorite. Um Denver Denver should win. They're they're the three seed, right, DP? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yes, they are. Denver's the yes. three. Denver should win, but it wouldn't surprise me if a Utah, nasty three seed. Yeah, it shouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if Utah upset them, but Denver has the has the most talent, right? Um, they have um they have the Joker, they have uh Murray. MPJ, mm-hmm. and as much as I hate Murray because he uh, reminds me of Patrick Beverly, um, <laughs> he's supremely talented. He, he's just an asshole. I I here. Here's my thing. It's one. It's I don't like assholes on the court, bro. You guys are all professionals. Like respect the man in front of you, unless it's personal. But you can't come out every night and just disrespect the man in front of you because that gets you going. Like I, I I'm not a fan of that. You know, like there's there's certain times where you know maybe KG would be on this crazy shit, but that motherfucker's crazy. Like, and I don't think it was ever personal. But Murray just always finds himself in the middle of some shit. Like, bro, you you you're really good. You're ultra talented. You don't for Pat Beverly. I get it. Pat Beverly essentially needs that role to be able to say I'm in the NBA because if you don't have that role where you're getting under people's skin and you're being a fucking pest and you're you know just chomping at the bit at all times, like you may not even be in the NBA. But yo, bro, you can do it off of just talent alone. This motherfucker Murray is legit talented. But he chooses to be an asshole, man. So it just makes me not like them, motherfucker. But um, they have a they have a good team. I think they should beat Utah. But I would not be surprised if Utah upsets they ass because they're the same team. Who you got? Denver in seven. I'm gonna go Denver in six. Um, I ain't got shit else to say about these motherfuckers except for <laughs> Denver in six. Um, all right. Number two versus number seven, the Los Angeles Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think that this series is going to be close. Clippers in five. <laughs> Clippers in five, man. I, I, mm. I think that uh, I think their stars are going to step up. I think Montrez Harrell is coming back angry with a chip on his shoulder. And yeah, man, I, I think that they're, you know, that everybody's talking about Luca. I think that they find a way to contain Luca in these playoffs. Now, Porzingis, Porzingis is going to go off. He's balling. Luca, I think Luca gets contained. What? And that, that's a, that's a, that's a, pretty good duo actually going forward if Porzingis can stay healthy then yeah y'all um, said Porzingis is gonna go off but they gonna contain Luca. Luca is fucking balling oh yeah they're not, they're I, not I didn't say that it's gonna contain him but um yeah yeah 
Yeah, put the drink down, nigga. Listen, Luca is a fucking dog, man. Um, I don't think they have an answer for him. I think they do have an answer for Porzingis because Porzingis is just he's not an alpha dog out there. He's a you know, he's more he's more soft. Um, and I think he gets off because of that reason, though, not that he's soft, but he's not the alpha. So they're not they're not uh, the game plan isn't for him, so to speak. So he's going to exactly but gonna get his in, shit done. in the playoffs. They can key in on that. So if you if you have someone that's that's like a you know no nah, I don't want to call him soft I don't, I don't even know what word I'm looking for but you have somebody that's a little bit more passive. pass thank you a little bit more passive like I think you put Trez on him or you put one of those big guys that you guys have on him um and they can contain him but you know obviously I've already sold you on the NBA being the WWE so like there's no way in holy hell that the NBA is going to allow the Clippers to lose to the Mavericks. It's no way in holy hell. Clippers, so Clippers in. I don't know how the NBA wants to do this, man. You know, I got <laughs> I, I, I to watch the rest because to be, listen, I'm gonna be very honest with you. This is a this is a closer matchup. This is a closer matchup than motherfuckers giving it credit, but I just can't in good conscience pick the Mavericks because I know how the NBA works after watching the Portland shit. Come on, give us the number, Bong. Clippers in five, Clippers in six with three questionable games. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, I got I got the Clippers in six, man. Four two Clippers. Okay. Um, all right. Eastern Conference, man. Um Milwaukee Bucks, number one. Orlando Magic, number eight. Sweet. Yeah, sweet. Pull out the brooms. Orlando sweeping the Bucks? No. The Bucks sweeping Orlando. <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. Um, yeah, I, I same thing. I don't think uh, anybody's gonna argue that one in the, yes! within, within this group. Yeah, <laughs> time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, you know the vibes, man. Time. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, number four versus number five. This one might be a little more interesting. Pacers versus uh the Miami Heat. Ooh, that's the that's the Jimmy Butler, T.J. Warren joint. This yes. one goes seven games, but I'm giving the edge to Miami because I think Miami has ultimately the best player on the court in Jimmy Butler. So I go with Miami. Ah man, my uh my Carolina roots, man. They won't let me. They won't let me stray too far, man. I gotta I gotta roll with uh with the Pacers. Just uh. Strictly on the fact that uh, T.J. Warren is showing his ass in the bubble, um, it's uh, it's it's actually a, a refreshing to see that uh, Oladipo, when they put his check on the line, he found his way into the bubble and he's playing now. <laughs> he was talking about sitting out because of injury concerns, and uh, you know, a couple million dollars on the line with Hayo ass jumping up and saying like, "Oh, you know what? This leg ain't ain't as bad as I thought it was." So. Uh, um. Yeah, uh, I'd say uh, I'm going to give it to Indiana. Uh, six or seven games, but I'm going to give it to Indiana. All right. Uh, man, I think it'll go six or seven also. Um, I'm going to go with Miami. I don't know what's going on with Sabonis. I think he's a key uh, piece to the puzzle for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he hasn't played in the bubble. So I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with him. 
Um, yo, what about um, what about uh, Derrick Jones Jr.? Didn't he get? Didn't he get? Uh, he, yeah, he got his uh, neck. It was a neck strain. They said off from the screen. Yeah, so he got carted off. I I know they're talking um, about him, man. Like nigga, you got hit with a pick and you had to be carted off the court. Uh, yeah, he went down on some bullshit. <laughs> Y'all niggas cold. <laughs> Y'all cold. Um, but but yeah, but man. You, but, you, look, but you laughed when I said I, it, though. I saw the chuckle in your face. Hey, man. Hey, 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 man. I, did, I don't think I. I don't, where's the footage on that? <laughs> yeah, show me the tape. Nah. Um. Back to the script, though. Uh, Sabonis is a key piece for them. If he's not playing, I think that kind of changes things. Because um, without Sabonis, you got Miles Turner down low. Uh, Turner is good, talented, but he needs to be consistent. Um. And I don't see him as someone controlling the pain. He he kind of likes to do what Anthony Davis does, step out and shoot, you know, perimeter shots. He he hangs around the top of the key, pulls threes and shit like that. Um, the new age NBA center? Yeah, man. Yeah, the hybrid center. Yeah, I thought uh, you were talking about Anthony Davis. <laughs> nah, but uh, I'll say this and then just move on quickly. The I think the Heat have better shooting. Um and you, if you couple that with Jimmy Butler and he can create for others, um, I think that gives them the edge in this series. So I'm going to go with them either in six or seven. Uh, but, I, but I do have my hey, – I, um, hey, hold on, I'm I'm gonna need y'all to go with one with, with one answer, man. Y'all can't be doing the the either or. Miami in Miami in seven. Thank you. What's the difference if a, if a motherfucker wins it in six nah, or man. wins it in nah. seven? No, nah, I mean I it, it, now if you saying if you saying you can't say man, it's either gonna be uh it's gonna be a close one. It's either gonna be Miami or Indiana in six or seven. I, then I, I want to because I. I I'd say the Jazz and Denver could go either way, but I picked Denver. Yeah, but I want I want to go back and listen to this, you know, three weeks from now, and I want to I want to see how close we are on those games. So if I get a six and the and it goes seven, but I got the right I got the right one. I mean, it's essentially it's a team pick. I don't give a fuck if it's a you know if it's a sweep or seven games. Do you get the teams right? That's what matters, you know. But fuck it. Well, well. Let's see if we could if we could adhere to Kevin's guidelines on the last two. With um, so the first of the last two matchups is Boston Celtics versus the Philadelphia 76ers. Celtics number three seed, Sixers number six. And what's what's Ben Simmons' status? I think he's, he's out. Yeah, out. yeah. Oh yeah, Boston going yeah. pancake motherfuckers. <laughs> what's your call, gentlemen? Sweet, I'm gonna agree with you. Boston in five. I, I I'm agreeing with you. Um, man, I think it's a sweep. Mm. Boston in four. Wow. Yeah, I think I think the Sixers are going in, are hobbling in with the cane. They walking with a walker and a cane, and a boot. So with a staff. <laughs> right. He's <laughs> got a rod. They coming in with a rod. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm a I'm gonna go with uh. I'm gonna say it's a sweep, man. Um. I, man, a trio of players that you know you you wouldn't say oh they jump out at you, but um, Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward, and then of course Jason Tatum. But what's crazy is how Kimba Walker is underperforming. So I think he's due for some for some uh, breakout games. So I just see them sweeping him, man. First off, come on, DP. What? Even even the fair weather NBA fan knows who Jason Tatum is at this point. Jason Tatum to me some big buckets. Huh? Yeah. No, I agree. What you mean? 
you oh, said he, they don't they don't jump out at he's you. He's saying the trio. He's saying, no, he's saying the trio. trio. I'm saying the trio doesn't jump out because of Gordon Hayward. Not yeah, but look at Gordon Hayward's numbers though. Like he's putting up consistent numbers too. Hey, yeah, he was. A, you, you don't you you may not be like oh Gordon Hayward. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like you don't say oh man Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, but those three and those are they are big. They're big guards, man. Yeah, they are. And then you throw in Marcus Smart. Uh, yes. He's the he's the feisty one. The pesky fight. He's, Beverly. Yeah, say, he's yeah. Pat Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, no, no. But he's I like him. He's his shit is more. I don't think he's why like, do you like him and don't yeah, like that, Pat I'm Beverly. not understanding that, Ubang. Uh, because, because no no no. Listen, because if you watch him, he's it's his shit is singularly focused on the game. He's not trying to be on some what have you Marcus flops? <laughs> have you seen his oh, I'm, I'm talking about it's all part of the game. He's not trying going out there making it personal with motherfuckers and all that other mm. bro. Y'all y'all not watching him. I'm telling you. I I have and he done got into some personal stuff with a couple people. If he didn't came to the defense. What he will do is if there's a if there's an altercation with somebody on his team and somebody else, he'll be the first motherfucker to jump in somebody else's face. That's after the fact. But I'm talking about in between the four lines, just strictly basketball. He not doing all that extra shit that Pat Beverly doing. Pat Beverly bigging himself up for shit that's like basic shit after every play. Um, hand clapping, talking to himself, screaming loud. Who are you even talking to, bro? Like I don't even know who you. <laughs> That's to say all we need to know. That's the reason I don't fuck with you, bro. I think you're crazy. I think something's wrong with you on some real shit. And your talent don't like. I'm gonna accept that crazy shit from a KG, right? This motherfucker KG crazy. When the fuck is this documentary supposed to come out? I don't know, but uh, I want to see that shit. Stefan Marbury doc. Well, some stuff about yeah, him was, was on the yeah. Marbury doc. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I didn't. Man. I didn't know that they hung out like that as kids, man. Oh, like he was in New York. I need that KG doc. That shit when they um when they yeah. did the um the trailer for it. When he's talking about it, just bro, I could listen to this motherfucker go on for like a couple hours. When he's talking about uh, that open run he did with Michael Jordan and Pat Riley was there. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this motherfucker? Get this motherfucker <laughs> off the court. <laughs> then he starts doing his little sound effects. Like okay, so I'm like boom, give me the ball, bang, bow, motherfucker. <laughs> That's who the fuck I am. Like, oh, KG, slow down, nigga. Hey, but I need that Showtime documentary to hurry the fuck up and come out, man. That shit was hard as hell. So, man. All right, get back on the point because, you know, I, I drift from time to time. Um, Boston has, like, Boston is like the Clippers, <clears throat> the Clippers of the East when it when people talk about team depth, right? Oh, man, these motherfuckers is deep. DP, don't. Come on. I'm agreeing with you, nigga. Oh, man, niggas don't be seeing, man. I, one of these days, I'm like, mm, this nigga, like, what do you have to say? Like, that, but that's what I'm saying. If I'm disagreeing with you, I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. No, but you gave it. It's like the backhand. He was like, mm, maybe. <laughs> Nah, I, I mean, I hear you. I'm like, when I do that, nigga, I do that, my nigga. I'm, I'm th- running it through my own head. Like, if I'm looking up, I'm like, okay, 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 all right, I can rock hey, with you. Hey, Kev, what, what you call no, that, that shit? What's that shit was, called? Ah, the other was illmatic. That's what he. <laughs> Whatever, man. <laughs> but I, 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 hey, I can't move without this nigga Uban saying some shit. DP, DP, what the fuck you doing, nigga? <laughs> 
Oh, some real shit. Um, I think Boston is the Boston is the uh, Clippers of the East, but they don't have that. Like, I think Kawhi is a superstar, and I think uh, Paul George is an underrated superstar. Whereas Jason Tatum is a budding superstar, so he hasn't he hasn't hit his you know he hasn't hit his peak yet. And uh, Kimba Walker is st- the the jury's still out on whether he is a he is an actual superstar. And that's the thing that that's what I'm saying is like I think that he is that good of a player to where even if he isn't consistent, he's gonna have a, a couple games in this in his playoff run. He should have a couple games in this playoff run. So. I mean, with all that being said, man, it just sounds like everybody's in agreement that uh, the Celtics just have too much for the Sixers at this point. So I like that comparison, Ubong, the, the Clippers of the East. I, I do. Um, just because uh, I'm thinking about those big wings and those long wings that, that Boston has. And yeah, they're just a younger version of the Clippers. You talking about chicken, nigga? No. What you talking about? I said young. You never had chicken wings from Boston? Nah. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, nigga. <laughs> That nigga said, what? Hell nah, hell nah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, but yeah, I, I like that. I like that comparison. Um, all right, so let's move on to the Raptors at number two versus the Nets at number seven. Sweep. Damn. I'm going to go with a sweep as well. Yeah. And we're saying the Raptors are going to win, by the way. Correct. 4-2 Raptors. Oh, you give the Nets two games? Yep. Okay. I think y'all I think y'all giving the Raptors too much credit. No, I think maybe you're overvaluing a couple of their the Nets performances. No, I'm not even looking at single performances. I think not just you guys. I think everybody is giving the Raptors too much credit. No, I, I just think that they they know how to win. It's not you okay. know, it, it it doesn't necessarily have to look good, but they're effective and I think that they're going to take care of business against the Nets. All right, cool. If the Nets win two games against Toronto, who did they already? Jock Vaughn is a interim head coach, right? Yeah, he's the interim head coach. If Jock Vaughn does not have the job, does not keep the job with the Nets, that's politics, a hundred percent. Because the Nets should not win two games, even if he, even if he, even if they do, he's on a short leash anyway. Unfortunately, but I'm saying as the seventh seed, if you win two games, which are missing your top five, five or six players, bruh, you're not a seven seed. You're really like a a fourteen seed. Nah, and that's that's kind of that's kind of the thing, man. It's like you got a bunch of cats out there overachieving right now, and they're just they're just out there. They don't have the pressure. If that makes sense to y'all. They don't have the pressure. They're just out playing. They they got some scores. They might surprise you. I don't see them winning the series, but I could see them winning a couple games. But I mean, I get it. I get the flip side where y'all think it's a sweep. So that's all good. Shout out, shout out to Jock Vaughn, man. Uh John Muir High School alumni, Pasadena, California. Did you go to John Muir? Probably graduated with my sister. So I want to give a shout out to Jock Vaughn. And he played on the same team as my cousin back in the day. So shout out to Jock. All right. Well, I'll give you that much. <laughs> you <All right>. disgusted. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not shouting out John Muir High School. with disgusted like I'll give you that much. They, they, they not even the real John Muir. What's up, y'all? Don't forget to follow us on IG, Twitter, and Facebook at Two Peas and a Bong. That is the number two, W O P E E Z A N D A B O N G. Two Peas and a Bong. 
That's our handle on IG, Twitter, and Facebook, y'all. Thanks for rocking with us. We'll catch y'all on the next one.